This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter with a bonus episode of ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Obsessive Viewer, where a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show each episode. You can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com, find the blog at obsessiveviewer.com, and you can also subscribe to the subreddit at r slash obsessiveviewer that I have not checked in months. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to help support the podcast, you can now do that with a nice new donate button on obsessiveviewer.com, or you can go to patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer. Or if you don't want to actually spend money, um, you can simply leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps us out a ton. And uh, finally, uh, tickets are now on sale for Shocktober and Irvington 3. Of course, Shocktober and Irvington is a one-night event screening of short horror films from local filmmakers here in Indianapolis. Uh, we screen each short film, interview the filmmakers after each screening, and uh, give away prizes and uh, ruffle off like DVDs, Blu-rays, gift cards to Irvington businesses. It's a lot of fun. All the proceeds go to the Irvington Historical Society. More information on that, as well as a link to buy tickets, is at shocktoberinirvington.com. And as a special bonus for listeners of the podcast, you can get $1 off the price of admission when you use the promo code PODCAST1 at checkout. That's PODCAST and the number one. (sighs) Okay, and joining me today for a bonus episode is Robert Feckus. Hello. Hi. Um, you're here to talk about the Comic-Con trailers and announcements and things. And things and such. Right. Um, so I guess the first thing I want to ask you, Fekus, is we've had the donate button up on the site for <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks now, and we haven't really gotten any any uh, anything from you. That's That was kind of... It, it's not know. anonymous? <laughs> uh, n- no, no. Oh. Uh, so, well, you know, with... Uh, I just got back from Vegas. <laughs> I just booked London. You know, I don't don't have a lot of spare cash. Un- understandable, around. understandable. Well, the good thing about the donut, d- donut, the donut. Damn it! Is that a cop joke? <laughs> is that a cop joke? No. Well, the good thing about the donate button is that you can you can donate any amount. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm gonna down. I'm gonna donate a penny. <laughs> that- just to spite you. Oh, I wonder how that would work. Um, I I encourage everyone to donate one penny um, and have all of your family do the same. <laughs> anyway, um, so how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am doing well. I just told you off air that I just recorded a lengthy episode about Indie, indie Film Fest all by my lonesome, and now I'm here talking to you about Comic-Con, and, uh, you know, it, it, I'm missing Tiny a little bit. He's a jerk, and he's now on vacation in Florida. Like who wants so. to take trips right? with fiancé? Right. Jesus. Ugh. Get a life, Tiny. Right. God. Ugh. Why don't you just stay home and play with a cat like I do all the time? Right priorities. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, I'm not bitter at all. Um <laughs> No, I sent him. I sent him a picture of, or he sent a picture to uh, one of our group chats. Uh, that's just, that was just a picture of a beach, and he's saying like, "Yeah, I haven't had time to watch anything because this has been my view." And then I was like, "Okay, you know what?" Did you then say, "Life's a beach"? Oh, I should have. Damn it! Oh, I should have. Oh, well, I was so blinded by anger that I just <laughs> sent a picture of my computer at work and said, "Fuck you, tiny." This is what I'm staring at. <laughs> 
But anyway, I say that all in jest. I hope Tiny is having a good time, and I'm looking forward to having him back to talk about movies and TV on I the podcast. I hope he does not get attacked by a shark. Me too. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so Comic-Con happened. Um, so, yeah, what was your thought? What were your thoughts on Comic-Con in general? Neither one of us went to it. We're both in Indianapolis. God, I wish I could, though. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I, with Comic-Con, it's kind of like E3 for me, where I just mm-hmm. kind of uh, pay attention to the news blurbs as they come out. Like I, I rarely watch any of the panels or anything like that, mm-hmm. but once the panels happen and some big piece of news comes out, I'm like, oh, cool, okay, I'll click on this. Right. I do the same thing. I kind of, I kind of just look up and and see what announcements are made and whatnot. And I mean, I would love to go to Comic Con. I I really would, especially because it is more movie and TV focused than anything, right? Um, yeah. these days, and I would love to go to it, but I feel like I would kind of hate every minute of it because i'm sure it's packed yeah it's packed and like to get into hall h apparently you have to wait like you have to wait in line an obscene amount of time oh really just to get in like a like there are people lining up like hours and hours before it like i think maybe even like the night before oh yeah that's and i'm just like no that's that sounds absolutely miserable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You're walking into a hall where you've been sitting outside for hours and then right. not showered with a bunch of other people that probably haven't showered. Yep. Uh, not oh, that yeah. I'm taking any shots at nerds, but trust me, I'm a nerd. That's just, you know, standing outside <laughs> waiting to get into places. Rarely affords the opportunity to shower. You guys can't see it, but he has covered up all of his nerd tattoos with footballs. and, and <laughs> Footballs and, and basketballs. And basketballs. <laughs> manly things manly things um <laughs> there's a big can of beer on his bicep i don't know anyway that's, that's weird that is very weird you anyway. knocking beer no that's not that's more i i'm in a corner here uh yeah so, yeah. yeah um somewhat i didn't get a chance to talk to you about this and i don't know if i'll leave this in the episode or not but i actually made some purchases today at the adult bookstore downtown yeah no not the adult bookstore downtown but i purchased actual comics oh oh you're getting into the rebirth huh Uh, a little bit at least the flash i enjoy i enjoy the flash and uh we'll get into that when i talk when we talk about justice league but um basically i just bought the first three issues of the flash because um friend of the show pat over at the nerd you're looking for he has been talking a lot about the rebirth of the flash issues that he's been reading. And I'm like, okay, well he hates time travel and he's, he mentions that he really likes the, the, uh, the flash rebirth or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, DC calls it rebirth. So rebirth, you probably want to call it rebirth. Right, right. Rebirth. But I, when I Google like the flash rebirth, I think he had like a a comic or something that was called the flash rebirth or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, so I got those and, um, yeah, so that's that's somewhat related to Comic Con, um, and before we're gonna, we're gonna basically just go through a bunch of trailers and uh, talk about the trailers and some of the announcements. But um, the one thing worth noting, like <laughs> this podcast, we talk a lot about the Dark Tower adaptation that's coming February seventeenth. It's really happening, and I'm so happy and excited about it. Um, Fekis, you still haven't read any of them, have you? No, I've read The Gunslinger. Have you? Okay. I want to read more of them because I did enjoy The Gunslinger a lot. Mm -hmm. Nice. The only Um, problem now is because it's it's probably been six months since I've read The Gunslinger. mm -hmm. 
It's like, do I need to go back and reread it before I move on? Or I would, I would say no, you don't. Maybe go um, on, you know, Wikipedia and just get the cliff notes of what I read. Sure, sure. Um, it's pretty. Oh well. Oh god, the second book is so good. It's one of my favorite Stephen King books. Just across the, the movie board. is going to incorporate the first two books. The movie is going to incorporate things from all eight books oh really <laughs> yeah it's it's really interesting okay 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 i'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent we're gonna have episodes about this like as soon as the first trailer drops me and tiny are gonna sit down and we're gonna have a lengthy conversation about this adaptation and everything but okay from the outset i've talked i've been very outspoken about the backlash to idris elba being casted so i'm not going to talk about that um i i love he's a white man in that book <laughs> he's a white i'm ruining this and that's and that is so, okay okay i'm gonna go off on just a tiny bit of a tangent this is all reiterating stuff but i i still i still see um uh comments saying like well he needs to be white because that's a big part of his relationship with another character in the series and I'm like, no, it's it's really not. The character that you're referring to is a black woman, and 15 percent. I think I actually tabulated or I calculated 15 percent of one of the books has something to do with the racial divide between them. That's well, they've ruined it all. Exactly, ruined it all. And I'm like, come on, because they guys. never change story arcs exactly. and adaptations. Never happen. Exactly. Never. So, but anyway, um, what's, what's kind of, uh, what, I'm, I'm excited about it, but Sony didn't have, I don't think Sony had a presence at Comic Con or anything. However, they did, I think I, did we talk about this on the podcast? Me and, me and Tiny? Um, yeah, yeah, we did. Um, it was on the cover of EW. Yeah, you guys, yeah. it was, uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, episode. And I bought it. Did you see? Did you see it? Or Fekus? I almost called you Tiny. Did you see Fekus? I, I see it. I see Did it see now. It? Yeah. I see it. And uh, what's really cool about this, and this will be really brief, is that there is an app that is called Sombra Group. Um, you know what? I'm actually shocked that they haven't at least released a teaser yet. Me, me too, actually. I'm thinking it'll be really soon. But anyway, so the viral marketing for this is really, really pretty impressive. Um, oh, I can actually... Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I can actually... Do this on the Chromecast. So, uh, Fekus, if you would oh. please set it down here. <laughs> and then look at the screen because, okay, there is an app called, oh, well, here it is here. Oh. There's an app called Somber Group that you download and you basically scan the cover of the Entertainment Weekly issue and something happens on it and it just looks so cool and it has like, like it has, um, it's a, it's a very overt reference to a very, um, uh, important part of the, of the book series. Are we and playing Pokemon Go right now? Is that what we're doing? No. <laughs> but it's so it's so cool. So I'm really loving the marketing that the, the marketing that they're doing. And they did have not necessarily a presence at E3, but they did have. You mean Comic Con? Oh, I, I said E3, didn't I? You did. Um, at Comic Con, but they did have a booth that was um, a, a woman was there who was autographing quote unquote copies of a book that she wrote called Charlie the Choo Choo, which is a very big part of um, book three, um, The Wastelands. It's basically like, like she, like this was a, this was an actress. It was, it was part of a viral marketing campaign where she is like, like at the booth, she was like the, the quote unquote author of the book. And she was uh, signing copies of the book. And like, this is a book that's in within the book of, of The Wastelands. And it's, it's so cool that they actually went through. Like, I, I, 
I hate that. I, like, I wish I could have gone to E3 so I could have gone. Comic Con. God, I keep saying E3, don't I? Damn. <sighs> I really wish I could have gone to Comic Con because I would love to have a copy of this book. Um, I bet you can find one on eBay for a small up upcharge. Yeah, yep. Uh, I think it was like I think it was a thousand dollars. I think yeah. <laughs> and if I had it, I mean, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend that much on it. But I mean. It just, uh, like this, this movie, like, even if it's not, if, even if it's not good, like any, any type of, any type of, uh, marketing or, um, um, anything that I can purchase that's related to it, any licensed material I'm going to buy. You, you're going to have to purchase the, the first poster. Speaking of which, do you, where, where'd you hang your poster? Oh, yeah. I haven't hung it. I haven't You've it had that poster since Comic Con. I have, I have. It's uh yeah Jesus I need to Christ. I need to get on the ball with that um you probably haven't even taken your pops out of the package I have I have my pops at um work at my desk okay. yeah I have a couple of them in 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 my bedroom but uh but yeah yeah uh, anyway anyway we're getting all so right. off base with back, all of this back on target yeah back on target um but yeah so anyway the the point of all that was I'm so excited for the Dark Tower movie. I don't care I don't care how they're adapting it. I don't care what changes they're making because I know that the director is a huge fan of of the series and everything that I'm reading is very um exciting to me except for a black man playing a white man. <laughs> and that's my thing. I am so ready to just like it like I'm I'm at a point in my life where um okay when we reviewed Civil War Mike mentioned that uh he had students come up to him saying like well aren't you annoyed that the Baron Civil Zemo War thing. Yeah, yeah yeah or like are you are you annoyed that they changed things and like he was like okay well I've kind of reached a point where I'm okay with them making changes because it's a different thing Right it's and, its own universe Yeah and my whole thing is okay with the Dark Tower with any adaptation they don't owe the audience of the books anything really um they just they can make whatever they want the books are still going to be there so i don't know it anyway, does not ruin the books for you it does not um well just like in, with ghostbusters right it didn't ruin my childhood right it, I, then again i didn't hate it as much as i i didn't hate it right so which which surprised me in and of itself but that's mm -hmm. last episode whatever. right right but anyway, now we're talking about, and this is kind of a bonus episode, so that that makes it kind of okay to get so sidetracked and everything. Um, but anyway, today we're going to be talking about the trailers that were released at Comic Con. Um, we have a whole list here. Um, some of them, a couple of them at least, I haven't seen, but uh, we can still comment on them because it's my show and we can do whatever we want. Do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> right. So um, these are. All pretty much alphabetical, so that may not be the best way to go about it. But let's just start with the first one, Bad Santa Two. You watched the teaser for it? I did. It's it's very short, and mm. it has like one scene with a child on his lap. But so it doesn't show a lot. But the mere fact that they've they've made it makes mm. me so happy because I love nice. the first Bad Santa. It's hilarious. You feel horrible laughing at the at the child in it, <laughs> but it he's oh, it's painfully awkward and hilarious at the same time Jeez. I, I, have you seen it you've seen bad santa right i still have not oh man yeah it's, it's like uh, do you know you know the premise do you oh, know the yeah. premise okay well the, the kid 
the main child in it is, you know, he's a, a an overweight, curly haired looking, really odd looking child. Okay. And so Billy Bob Thornton just harasses this kid God. throughout the entire movie, and it's so painfully hilarious. <laughs> so I don't know yes. if they're going to bring the kid back, but the mere that fact was that my next question. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure IMDb could answer that, but right. Uh, but the mere fact that they're making Bad Santa too mm. just has me so happy. I can't nice. wait for it. Yeah, that's. Pretty oh, that's over ten years old. I want to say it is. Yeah. It's been a it's hmm. been a while. Interesting. That'll be interesting. I'll have to go back and watch the first one. You then, should. Uh, it's yeah. it's hilarious. Nice. So I don't really have much to say about this one. So why don't we just go ahead and move on to the next Moving one? Moving on. So this was a big surprise, and uh, basically it's it's Blair Witch. And it is You're a right. sequel. It is basically Blair Witch. <laughs> We'll get into that. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's called it's called Blair Witch, and it, it's directed by Adam uh, uh, Wingard. Wingard? Uh, oh my God! Did I just space his name? It's Adam Wingard, right? I, I didn't see the director. Yeah, he did the guest and you're next. But anyway, Adam Wingard. I'm like I'm pos- that's his name. Anyway, um, so he so he there was there was a teaser that was released back in. I want to say April or May. That was for this movie called The Woods. Didn't show anything, just showed some people in the woods with a cover of um a song playing. I can't even remember the name of uh, the name of the song. But anyway, it was a very cool trailer and very interesting and very uh very exciting teaser. Um so what they did, did you hear about what they did when they unveiled it no. as Borwich? This this is so freaking cool. The director standing in the corner. <laughs> Nice. I see what you did there. Um, no, but it's, uh, th- they basically had a screening for the woods. And so as people are going into the screening, all the, all the post posters, all the signage said the woods get into the theater. And then while they're in the theater, they change it all to Blair Witch and then they screen the movie. Oh, so they actually screen the entire movie. They screen the movie. That is yeah. neat. That is oh, neat. yeah. And like all I'm thinking is, how amazing would it have been to be in that audience and be in that? Because you're going and thinking like, oh, this cool Adam Wingard movie. Wingard. Yeah, yeah. it is. I just looked it up. Why am, I, why am I doubting that? Anyway, it's like, oh, this really cool uh, uh, horror movie. And just going in and just being just blindsided by that. I don't know. Between that and... That is, that is a Lane, neat little concept. I'll yeah, give them that. Yeah. And between that and 10 Cloverfield Lane, this year is a really kind of good year for surprise horror or genre announcements. It's really like you, you don't see that sort of thing like ever. You really don't. And the fact that they've done two of those in like mm. the span of years is amazing. Like I, oh yeah, I, I love that this kind of new concept, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of I, an, I love Ten Cloverfield Lane. But. Yeah, it's it's kind of an anti. Uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a reaction to the culture we're in now with social media and everything. It's like it's they're purposely you know. Right. Taking measures Nothing to... Nothing spoiled. Right. And... It's, it's kind of beautiful. So, um, having said all of that, what are your thoughts on Blair the Blair Witch Project and this trailer? The Blair Witch Project, I never was impressed with. Okay. It, it was... Like, I get it. It kicked off the, the whole shaky cam, mm-hmm. found footage genre, which I can give it credit for that. It's very unique concepts. But as a movie itself, I was just kind of like, meh. Okay. And so when I saw the trailer for Blair Witch, it looked 
like a remake of the Blair Witch Project. Like it almost looked like a shot for shot remake w- with a couple extra surprises. Right. And so I was like, well, not, not, nope, not interested. Uh, I'll meet you halfway there. Um, yeah, it, it does look like it is recounting a lot of, of the original Blair Witch Project, but just seeing some of the shots in the trailer where, I mean, you see the, you see the stick figures, um, and you, you're seeing these, knowing that it has a bigger budget and it, it's, you know, back to a lot Project more. Blair Witch Project 2 had a bigger budget. Okay, that's, that's not technically fair because that <laughs> movie had hardly anything to do with the first one but it's i'd like that they can do more with with that setting and that atmosphere and that technique in this movie and that has me hopeful for it however yes first of all i hate how much they gave away in the trailer because i would have loved if they didn't show like i would have loved if the trailer cut off about a minute into it and then that would have been fine yeah they uh, hell they Um, went to the house yeah they yeah and it's just like I was like, you don't need to show that. And I like how they're tying it to the original. I do like that, but I don't know. At this point, at this point, it's interesting because I went from being really excited for the woods. Well, I went from being aware of the woods and then forgetting about it entirely until it was announced <laughs> that um, it was it was Blair Witch. But I was excited for it when I first saw the teaser months ago. Um, to being excited for Blair Witch and kind of nervous for Adam Wingard because he is a very talented filmmaker and I'm kind of, I, I kind of wish that he was making an original movie. Yeah. Um, knowing that it's connected to Blair Witch. I mean, it could be amazing and I hope that it's amazing and I think it looks like it could be amazing, but I don't know. I kind of, he's such a unique, um, filmmaker that i kind of wish that it was a, a unique original property you know uh, I, i'm almost and i've said this before I'm, I'm pretty much done with found footage really i it's been so played out yeah and you know there's been a couple of fantastic ones most notably cloverfield for me but at this point i'm just it's it's been so overdone and you know, M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit was a... Uh, that... Uh, that was yeah. another... You just keep asking yourself with these movies, like, why do they keep filming? Okay? It's, right. Well, okay. Okay. Like, like some sometimes they they makes, it makes sense. Yeah. But other times you're like, uh, come on, just put the shit down and run. Devil's Advocate? The Visit had a good setup for that and that the the daughter was a was, a, was an amateur filmmaker. Yeah. But that's the only thing I will give... The visit for I thought that movie was just absolutely Except for terrible. the poop scene, hilarious. Oh, God, oh, he just he just released a trailer for Split. I think yeah, I, didn't watch I, it. I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah, it's got James McAvoy. I think it does. Um, and I mean, some of the buzz is like, oh, it looks like it could be pretty cool. But I'm just like, I I've lost a lot of faith in him. Not Shemar. Yeah, yeah. I've not even seen After Earth. Uh, it looked awful. So I watched about ten minutes of it, and then I was like, "I can't do it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good." Um, I, I saw Airbender. Uh, really? Well, the the wife was a huge or is a huge fan of the cartoon, so mm-hmm. we had to go see it, and it was it was bad. Okay, was a bad movie. That's uh, that's what I've heard, yeah. and uh, I never saw it. I probably never will. No, there's no reason to. Right, right. No. Um. So okay. Anyway, so Blair Witch looks like it could go either way. I'm pretty excited for it, regardless, because I. And that's the thing. I didn't actually go into my thoughts on the the Blair Witch Project, but 
I was kind of all about that movie when it first came out. Everyone um, was. Oh yeah, I was really wrapped up in the in the lore of it and and the mythology and the, the marketing of Did it. Did you think it was real? Did you think it was true? Uh, well, I was. Uh, I mean, okay, I was like thirteen, fourteen years old, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but um, so so yeah, I did for a second, and then obviously it was pretty obvious it wasn't. But um, I. And I liked it. I really liked the theater experience. I really liked seeing it. And then it seems like every time I've seen it since then, or at least when I've in the past, probably since since the found footage craze started this time around, um, every time I've watched it, it's had diminishing returns yeah. because the characters are really obnoxious and they are. It's man. really they are yeah. awful. Oh yeah, and the and the budget really doesn't allow much it's it's more well, you got to give it props with the budget though yeah you know they they did what they could and it you know it went crazy they did yeah yeah but i mean just seeing better made found footage movies well now though yeah I mean, that, that, that's that it kicked off an entire genre on a crap budget so you got true give credit. true and i do like the way that it was made and everything it's just it's it's just i don't know it i think my my enjoyment of it when it when it first came out was that it was it was such a novel thing um that seeing it seeing that concept done so so much better yeah has made it harder to connect with that original viewing of Blair Witch Project. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. But um so yeah, so that that's Blair Witch and we'll go ahead and move on to the next one. Um Doctor Strange. Fecus. Thoughts. Loved this trailer. the The original trailer, it, it you know, it rem- it reminds me of uh, Django Unchained, where the, you know the original trailer comes out, and then the second one comes out. So I'm like, what what what's the lines like? Uh, you had my attention. Oh man, I, I'm gonna screw this up. I can't remember. But do you know what I'm talking about though? When Leonardo, where uh, he walks in and Leonardo DiCaprio comes, they're wa- they're watching Almost. the guys fight, and he's like, you had. You had my interest. Now you have my attention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, sure. that's kind of it. So the you know the the first trailer <laughs> had my interest, mm-hmm. and now this trailer you got my attention. Right. It looks spectacular. Oh yeah. Like it's the way it's shot is just seems so unique, especially mm-hmm. for a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm very excited to see where they go with this character. I am exactly the same, and I'm I'm. It's so amazing to me because we were talking before before we recorded but um this could not be a marvel movie and i would be so on board with it i would right. be just as excited it about just, it just it looks like a unique movie experience exactly like it, there's some con- couple takeaways you could say is like mm. well it's kind of a little bit like uh inception yeah, yeah. but it uh, like the the style the look of it it just it looks it just looks amazing, right? I, I and I just I can't wait to see where they go with this character because he's not like any other regular superhero in in the Marvel universe. So I, I'm happy that I'm so happy that they are able to take these cha- chances with these mm-hmm. uh, obscure characters in the Marvel universe. So I I agree, and I mean my only my only um, nervous thing about it. That's a weird phrasing. The only thing, the only thing I'm nervous about with it is I just I really hope that they do justice to Mads Mikkelsen, his talent as a villain. The in the, movie. the whole uh, 
forgettable villain syndrome. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my one thing that I'm kind of like... He's got an awesome look. Yeah, he does, he does. And, I mean, he is such a great actor. You never saw Hannibal, did you? I did not. Um, I've only seen the first two seasons, but... Really, the only thing I have uh, seen with him is probably Casino Royale. Okay, yeah. I want to yeah. say, but yeah, I loved him in Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. And he's fantastic and and I've, I've heard, I've heard he's yeah. really good. Yep, so... uh yeah, I'm I'm really really excited for Doctor Strange. Um yeah. Uh next up, we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh Fekus, you are an unabashed Harry Potter fan. Such a fan. Are you going to get the cursed child? Not only am I going to get the cursed child, but me and the wife are going to London in 2 months. That's right. And it looks like we're probably going to shell out $1000 to go see the play. Okay, that I mean that I don't I don't blame you. Honestly, so expensive though. That's ridiculous. My, my yeah. wife like sent me a text. She's like, I don't care how much we're gonna do this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we're gonna have to. <laughs> but I just can't believe they have a black Hermione humbug. <laughs> Is she really upset about that? Who? Your wife? Oh no, 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 not at all, not at all. But you know, internet idiots. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, 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 hums. But yeah, uh, huge Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. But when they announced this movie, I was not impressed. It, mm-hmm. To me, it just seemed like a cash grab. Yeah. And the first trailer did nothing to quell my initial feelings about it. It, it just. First of all, it was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and they didn't show any Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. in the first trailer. So I was like, oh, this is stupid. Right. Nor uh, where to find them. Right. Nor yeah. where to find them. Spe- apparently not in that movie. Right. So the the Comic-Con trailer, though, has me a lot more mm-hmm. excited for it. it. They actually showed Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. It, I kind of like that they're going to show the uh, wizarding world in the United States. Yeah. I like that concept. And I, I like a lot of the, the actors in it. So mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Redmayne's cool. He looks like he's going to do a good job, and I love Colin uh, Farrell. So. Right. Yeah, I I agree. This trailer really, really made me a lot more excited for it than I was before. Um, I, I'll just – I agree with everything you said. Um, Why wouldn't you? Well, uh, you know, well, we have Justice League coming up here. Um, anyway, um, no, uh, um, this trailer looks really good. I, I think it was a, I think it's planned out as a trilogy. Is that oh, is the case? It? I think. Uh, you know what? It, everything is. I'm yeah, sure they'll yeah. split the last one up into two movies. <laughs> right. That was, was a brief tangent here. I, uh, I saw Star Trek Beyond and today I was listening to a podcast reviewing it and, I was thinking about it and I was like, it's so weird because there used to be a time where I like, okay, I would like, uh, like scream was a huge, a huge franchise for me just personally in my movie going. And when scream three came out, I was like, Oh, they're ending the trilogy. This is so awesome. <laughs> and the idea of a trilogy was like, like I was so excited about it. And it was always a thing whenever there was like a third movie coming out, like, Oh, this is right. the end of a trilogy. trilogy. It's like, Never even crossed my mind with Star Trek. We're in an age where they're going to have multiple sequels for multiple things. Well, they've already announced plans for the next Star Trek movie. Anyway. That's true. They're bringing I mean, back uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth yeah, so. which I'm really excited for. I'm that. curious how they're going, what they're going to do with that. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, but like even go, like going into it, I I didn't even think like, oh, this is you know uh, tr- this is the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that I mean that kind of. I guess bothered might be a little bit of a severe word for it, but that kind of, 
I kind of wish that there were more, you know, three, like, set out, okay, three movies to tell a story, done, not milk it for everything, um, for multiple movies. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. You want to see things go off on a high note. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, and I, I say that after referencing Scream, <laughs> which, yeah. first of all, didn't end up being a, a trilogy itself. But oh, That's right. They made Scream 4. Eh, and the TV show. Yeah, I don't really count that. Yeah. Oh, God. That was such a disaster. It's funny because I actually planned on writing reviews for each episode. I remember when you started yeah. that. Yeah. If you go to obsessiveviewer.com and click the Scream tab, I think I have two... two links on that <laughs> and then i have a list of all the rest of the episodes as if i was actually going to post them and i, I need to go back and edit that yeah and change it or something but. <laughs> you know someone's out there going what is the third <laughs> episode gonna be reviewed matt i need to know oh yeah i hope that someone's out there that actually pays attention to the things i say and write but anyway um yeah, Fantastic Beasts looks fantastic, and it looks beasts, and it Look, looks... <laughs> looks where to find them. It does. Um, oh, that was dumb. But yeah, uh, it looks really good. I'm really excited for it now, and uh, I can't wait. Um, also, I'm curious how J.K. Rowling is going to do as screenwriter, because it's, it's a script that she's writing. I'm sure um, she'll do it. I think she's got this writing thing down I, pretty good. <laughs> she she does. She she does it pretty well. You know, but she she was she worked on eight films with the Harry Potter series. So that's I, true. I, I, yeah. I feel like she probably has a grasp on it. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, it's just different writing a novel versus probably. Not that uh, I would have experience. I haven't written right anything. Ever. Right. Um. Uh. Oh, did she did she did she write the Cursed Child or yeah, was that someone else? Yeah, did she? she yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, anyway, um, next up is Just Ice Liege You. <laughs> um, God damn it. <laughs> no, it's uh, Justice League. They had some stuff and some things at, at Comic-Con. Fekas, what would you think? <laughs> well, um, I loved it. Uh, first nice. of all, I was shocked that they had this much footage already mm -hmm. uh, that, that looked done. Like right. Finished. Um, but the trailer, man, and, and if you've listened, you you know I defended Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. Still do. I enjoy it, and I I really think that this looks really good. And I I hate to come out this early and say it looks mm -hmm. fantastic, but I'm really hopeful with this trailer. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're kind of putting some lighthearted things into it this time. I love the the back and forth between uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Barry Allen, mm -hmm. Ben Affleck can be Batman forever and Bruce Wayne forever. <laughs> I think he is fantastic, and I think he showcases that again in this trailer. There was not a whole lot in this trailer that I disliked. In fact, I don't even think there was anything in this trailer I disliked. I can't wait to see Cal Drogo as Aquaman. Or Jason Momoa. <laughs> cool. So King Arthur... No, um, <laughs> no it... Uh, you know, I... So this is where I'm at with Justice League. Um... When I saw Batman v Superman, it, and like I, I obviously on record not liking the movie, or I think I was more positive on the movie, but in the discussion I was focusing on the negatives. I had fun with Batman v Superman. I had a pleasant enough experience, just laughed out loud at stuff, and the more I thought about it, the more I just grew to dislike the movie as a it's whole. It's not a perfect. I, I will never come out and say it's a perfect right. movie. So 
one thing that I liked about it was the, and I'm kind of in the minority here. One of the things I liked about it were was the little pieces of like the little Easter eggs for other the other movies in the Justice League. Oofra. Right. Yep. Um, I liked that. How it was incorporated was a little clunky and everything. I think but it's weird that Lex Luthor created icons for exactly. all that. I thought that was, exactly. I was like, I'm going to design everybody's symbol. <laughs> right. So I, I liked that aspect of it. The execution was a little weird or the setup for it. But I, I liked. I like it just because I've been conditioned by Marvel Studios to be super in love with the cinematic universe style. Um, so when I saw Batman v Superman, like <laughs> not liking the movie as a whole, I thought, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should check out Arrow and the Flash and, um, uh, uh, what is it? The, um, tomorrow. the Defenders, the, or, no. uh, the Heroes of Tomorrow or Legends of Legends Tomorrow. Of tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that's maybe I should of, do that. Watch. It is. And that's the thing. It, it is. And, and that is true. Um, I really should have saved the announcement about the comics when we were talking about this. But anyway, um, so I came out of Batman v Superman thinking like, okay, yeah, I should definitely check out Arrow since, since maybe DC might be screwing up the movies, but they at least have a bunch of stuff in it that could maybe satisfy my urge for this type of thing. Um, then I saw the Justice League trailer and uh, or teaser, whatever you want to call it. And uh, two things came to mind. One was that seeing... Ezra Miller as Barry Allen made me think like I I need to go and read some Flash comics. I, I want to get into the Flash because um, a couple years ago I, I started reading the New Fifty Two Flash. Oh, the, his, comics. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I kind of dropped off of that, and I really enjoyed it. And then now I see that, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually just screw. Arrow and everything else. I'm just going to watch The Flash. So I'm going to, I plan on starting The Flash. TV I hear a show. lot of good things. Me too. And I'm excited for it. But that's kind of, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with Justice League, Zack Snyder, and with, um, the DC Extended Universe is everything that's, I saw in this trailer. I, I mean, I liked a good portion of it. I like that it's lighthearted. I liked that there is, there is levity to it. I like the interactions. I love the idea of, I like the idea of um <laughs> of uh Bruce recruiting members of the Justice League and all that. I like that. I like all those pieces. Think it looked cool, but I just I'm at the point where Zack Snyder I I don't see any reason to be excited for anything he does at this point until he I, until God, he I just feel like you guys just forget that he ever made Watchmen or 300 and and I uh, still... Dawn of the Dead. Sure. Okay. I did forget about Dawn of the Dead when thinking about that. But all I was thinking was Legends of the Guardians, Man of Steel, um, Batman well, v Superman. I, I mean, Sucker Punch. I defend Man of Steel. I still, I, I enjoy yeah. it. So I, I still didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's, it's pointless having this conversation. We've had it is. Yeah. Over and over and again. my kind of point is that it could be amazing. This could be the greatest superhero movie I've ever seen. And if it is, I will totally, totally accept that. I will admit it. I, I'm not Tweet going to... Tweet an apology to Zack Snyder? No. <laughs> F*** Zack Snyder. <laughs> no. Um, a bit harsh. <laughs> it is a bit harsh. But anyway, um, I'm just at the point where I've, I've seen enough of his work to know that his his style his what he does does not 
does not work with me that well. And that's fair. Um, I, I get that. Yeah. So for me to get excited over a clip or, or a bunch of scenes from Justice League would be setting myself up for just being let down for it. So I'm just at the point where I'm like, okay, don't care for Zack Snyder, so I'm going to just any marketing i'm not going to i'm not going to become excited for it i'm not going to think like oh this could actually be amazing i'm just going to be like okay i know i know zack snyder's deal and uh maybe they will keep him reined in so that they can make a competent well they already have really that by taking away part two by saying you're doing oh that's true so that's true we'll we'll see how that works but come on you have to like at least like the scene where barry allen sees the batarang everything with barry allen i freaking loved i i really I just, did i love the connection he makes looking mm. at the batarang looking at bruce wayne <laughs> right. like, holy shit oh yeah so yeah and i i think i just like the flash as a character because like i said that's one of the only comics i've read at least a little bit of yeah see i and, I, uh, I know almost nothing about flash I, oh yeah in fact dc's my you know i'm typically a marvel guy like i'll mm-hmm. read anything batman but I don't know. I, I don't care for Superman as a character in the comic books right. as a whole. I don't know much about Flash, Cyborg, Cyborg or Aquaman. So, mm. but yeah, I just know a a little bit about the Flash, but I'm excited for it because I liked uh, I liked what I saw in in the trailer. It made me excited to watch the show and to read the comics. <laughs> Didn't fair. necessarily make me excited uh, excited for the actual movie. So fair enough. We'll see. Maybe I'll. Maybe it'll be amazing. Like like I said when we reviewed Batman v Superman, I want nothing more than to have two huge cinematic universes of superhero IPs going at it in in the in the box office concurrently, separate from each other, but concurrently. I would love to see like Marvel is doing their thing. I would love to see DC achieve what maybe Marvel has done because we got round two coming up next week. So right, right. Suicide Squad. Is that next week? Yeah, August 5th. Really? Wow. That snuck up on me. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, that's Justice League. That's Justice League. Um, next up is Guy Ritchie's King Arthur Legend of the Sword. And this movie was supposed to come out last summer, I think. Oh, was it? Or this summer. I think it was this summer. It was, yeah, it was this summer. Cause that's we, problematic. Yeah. Yep, we uh we actually talked about it when we did our Starbase indie panel. Oh, okay. Um uh <laughs> like Tiny brought it up or or we talked about it. Tiny talked about his excitement for it cuz he's a Guy Ritchie fan. Um then, I'm with them. I I like Guy Ritchie stuff. I I I like what I've seen of his. Some of it's a little inaccessible. I think me. his Man from Uncle uh movie got really really just glossed over. I thought that was mm-hmm. a fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I still never saw it, but I, I want to. I feel like me and my brother are the only two people that saw it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it kind of just came and went. Yeah, it yeah. did. Really did. <laughs> Speaking of... No, eh, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, King Arthur is... It has Charlie Hunnam, who... I I loved him in Undeclared. He was in Undeclared? He was, yeah. Man. Yeah, he was he was great in it. Um, didn't care for Sons of Anarchy. Didn't I like care Pacific for... Rim. See, I I didn't I, I didn't like I it. Did. Giant Japanese robots fighting each other—that's fine with me. Sure, you don't sure. need a whole lot of story in my. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Whatever. Yeah, sure. It looked pretty. It did. Um, sure. but I still did. I still just didn't care for it. So I get it. Um, 
King Arthur, I mean, it looks like it could be okay. I, I don't know. It's I a won- really odd looking take on the King Arthur story. Right. Which I don't have a problem with. It's just I'm not sold on it yet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Guy Ritchie's style. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't, he's never done anything this, uh, I don't know, big before. Right. And it seems kind of, uh, I don't know, I'm just judging it from the trailer, but it kind of looks a little more conventional. Like, it doesn't look as Guy Ritchie as. Well, it, it looks shot like Guy Ritchie um, okay. to me. Uh, well, more Guy Ritchie. Sherlock Holmes guy, Richie. Sure, sure. Uh, so to me, it kind of looks like that, but I don't know. I, I'm very conflicted about this trailer right now. Okay. So uh, like, I'll, I'll go see it because I'm a guy, Richie fan and I, I do like the Camelot lure. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll, res- I'll reserve judgment. Nice. I, uh, I'll check it out too, just because, you know, it's a movie and I like watching I like those movies. Like- yeah. Um, like those moving pictures. Right, right. Um, so the next picture we're going to talk about is uh, Kong Skull Island, which uh, this... Okay, so is this supposed to be in... They're they're setting up... This is going to be in the Godzilla universe. Gotcha. Godzilla, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Gareth Evans or Edwards', Edwards. Is, Edwards is Godzilla universe? Yeah. Okay, I need to revisit that movie. Have you rewatched it recently? Yeah, I still love it, and, really? and I know you guys nice. did not care for it, but I, I thought it was great. I, okay. I still, I still love it. Well, I, I think when I IMDb rated it originally, I, I mm-hmm. gave it a nine. Okay, which wow, is hot. yeah, I holy know. crap! Because uh, I loved it coming out. I, rewatching huh. it, I'd probably give it a, an eight. Okay, drop it a, drop it a point. Um, I just. Hmm. So many things about the Godzilla movie that I enjoyed. See, I just remember just not being that interested or invested in Aaron Taylor Johnson in the I movie. Liked, I liked him. Um, yeah, he did a good job. Sure, I'll have to revisit it. But um, so that pending a rewatch of Godzilla, that kind of has me give Kong Skull Island a little bit of pause because I, I mean they're in the same universe and everything but this trailer just looked just it looks great it looked it looked like balls out crazy yeah um and just <laughs> when I when I heard Skull Island was announced I, I kind of was under the impression that it wasn't going to have much to do with King Kong I thought it was just going to be yeah, I, yeah I agree that's that was not my original interpretation from the announcement either right so I was kind of like, that kind of made me think like, okay, well, I'm not really going to have this on my radar that much because it's not that it wouldn't be really interesting to me. I don't know. Um, Skull Island is a fascinating area of dinosaurs and indigenous tribes. Come on. Sure. Fun. Sure. Nah, I, but but I, I agree. King Kong does add a, uh, a, a more to it. So. Right, right. And uh, the look of him in the trailer, just like that, I was like... Well, I, I love that the fact that cool. you don't get a great look at him. Right. But you uh, get a sense of the you, scale. Yes. He yeah. is massive. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm super excited. I didn't... I, for, I must have forgot that Samuel L. Jackson was in it. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have. He's in everything. Right. <laughs> um, John Goodman. God, he's, he's he's come out and just done oh, some yeah. great stuff lately. And he's so good in everything I've seen him in. He is so, so good. He's He's got a presence on screen mm-hmm. that's... They can be intimidating, but absolutely, yeah, it's, he's he's great. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait to see what they do with him. Mm-hmm. And Brie Larson's awesome. And oh, I agree. So is Loki. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mean that to be negative toward Tom Hiddleston, but oh. 
I wasn't as crazy about Loki in the yeah, movies see, I, I, as I love, everyone I love else. Loki. But I also, Loki aside, mm-hmm. I love Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. I think he does great. He did a good job in War Horse. I thought he did a good job in Crimson Peak, even though that was a mediocre movie for me. But he, I thought he did a really good job. Like, I don't think I've seen anything with him in it where I thought, well, that was a piece of crap. See, I can't really think of anything outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I've seen him in, honestly. Mm-hmm. I never saw War Horse. I never saw... Um, the other movie you just referenced, Crimson, Crimson Pink. Pink. Yeah. Um, I never saw, um, let's see, what was it called? Um, uh, the, um, ah, he did a bi- musical biopic. I can't, I'm speaking. Oh, uh, he, he was Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Was it Johnny Cash? Was it Johnny Cash? I thought it was Johnny Cash. No, no. Or was it, it Hank Johnny Williams? Cash. No. Hank Will- no, it was Hank, Hank Williams. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it, was, okay. it was Hank Williams. Yeah, that was a special yeah, presentation I, screening at Heartland, but I didn't. I didn't it. see it. I'm, I'm kind of over music biopics. Me too. Me too. But oh yeah, but I, I hear um, he did a good job. Good, good, yeah. good um, job, Tom. Yeah, my brother liked it a lot. So yeah. anyway, um, but yeah, Kong Skull Island looks really good, and I'm excited for it. And at some point, I'm gonna revisit Godzilla and see if I see how I feel about it. Yeah, you yeah. your opinion probably won't change. That doesn't seem like yeah. something where you'd go back and be like you know what I realize. Right. Yeah, right. It's a monster movie. Uh, so yeah. to me, I grew up on that stuff. So mm-hmm. it. It, and nos- I, nostalgia. And, I like monster movies quite a bit, but eh, yeah, it didn't enough. do anything Te- for me. Teach his own. Right. Um, so next up is, I mean, this is why probably why is this a, thing? a big, I mean, this will give Civil War. This will give <laughs> this Justice is gonna be a League. Cash cow. It will be a cash cow. Um, no, it's. Uh, I can't believe they're making the mistake of making it, making a TV movie. Right. I can't believe it. Ugh, it's uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, before we get into the talk of this trailer, Fekus, do you have any attachments in your childhood to Legends of the Hidden Temple? Like, I liked the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was a Nickelodeon kid, so I sure. grew up on all that stuff. I enjoyed Legends of the Hidden Temple. I always thought it'd be fun that I to go on there. I always thought the kids were a bunch of morons. I couldn't put the three-piece <laughs> right. statue together of the silver monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it was fun. It was a good show. But it's not a movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I'm at a I'm at a weird place with this trailer because I I I liked the show a lot. Like I liked the game show a lot. I watched it all the time. I liked the kind of weird mystic or, or mythology around it or whatever. It kind of built up this little mythology in, in the thing. Obviously, it didn't expand on it because it wasn't a narrative right. or anything. But I liked how it was set up and everything. And um, with this, it's like okay. Uh, like, uh, did you see Goosebumps? No, I I probably will. Okay. I, I've heard enough good things about it that I'll probably give it a watch. Okay, it's was on Netflix um, recently, but um, I think it still is. So so with Goosebumps, like that did a pretty, pretty decent job of taking something that I loved and lived for as a child. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I love I loved Goosebumps. I, oh, yeah. I think I stopped reading them at, at like the Beast of the East. I think it was probably the last one okay. that I read. I can't remember where I stopped. Um, I, I actually I remember I went out all the way up to uh, Goosebumps series two thousand. Did you ever get to those? I didn't know that was no. Yeah, those were fun. There was a two part um, uh, book story arc that was uh, that was basically a knockoff of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It was <laughs> called Invasion of the Body Squeezers. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, like gay porno name, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait for that podcast to come out. <laughs> um, no, um, 
actually just i i don't i i'm sure i've i've mentioned this before on the podcast like long ago but they actually had a writing like contest where like you could write like write a goosebumps style story using certain um using certain uh uh keywords that were in like each book like at the back of each book like for like 3 3 months or 3 or 4 months um they had different words that you had to use and like it would be like oh write for this contest write for this contest this is your word for this month this month this month so you'd write one story with all those words in it and then you could either win a trip to New York I think to meet RL Stein or you could win a signed copy of of his autobiography or Blah blah blah. I ended up getting, I think, like third place. I got a signed copy of hey, his. Hey, congratulations! Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well done. Um, yeah, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, but it was it was really cool. I was and it. Uh, I read the story and it was like as an adult, and it's it's, it's like this piece of crap. It's uh, it's. I remember so vividly putting in the phrasing. Um, Billy or whoever took the steps two at a time because that was like that was how he described a kid excitingly running up the stairs in every book. <laughs> um, so anyway, tangent aside, I liked the way that the Goosebumps movie took what was a what was something that was so near and dear to me as a child and made it into a fun, nostalgia-driven kind of monster movie, and it had some interesting things going with it but it didn't like ruin anything for me it right. didn't it didn't like betray my whatever <laughs> betray the goosebump narrative exactly yeah. um so then when i saw the legends of the hidden temple trailer i i was kind of i was kind of at a crossroads with it because i thought like okay well i wish that they would have made like something more for me who i liked the show as a kid now i'm an adult i kind of wish they would have done something that would be more more for me as an audience member to um kind of play on the nostalgia of it but be you a fun probably could thing. have done a decent narrative not making it like oh kids snuck onto the, right. the set of the game show and right but then then i thought like okay well maybe what if they're making this for current day kids and because it kind of has that goofy like kid adventure it's thing. a very it's a kid movie it's yeah. very yeah. much a tv kid movie right and i'm like which what's your audience though yeah, that's because yeah. these kids don't know legends of the hen temple that's true yeah so i, I don't yeah, know who who they're making this for right i i, I sit there and, and i was watching the trailer and they they brought back the original host that's right and yeah. i'm sitting there thinking i was like i can picture right now the phone call happening this guy getting the job he's sitting in his like his dingy apartment <laughs> with a beard wondering how his life get wrong went wrong and the phone <laughs> rings and he's like hell yeah i'll do it <laughs> like his life just jumped yes. up back to back to awesome again he has a separate line that just goes directly to uh, uh nickelodeon like a red phone <laughs> that's just sitting on his desk and he's like as soon as he sees that it's like beeping, covered he in that. dust yes it's like no <laughs> So, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, well, if they're making it for kids, who am I? Like, I can't. Okay, if it's not for me, it's not for me. I'm not going to be disappointed in it. I'm no, probably I'm not, not going to watch see it. it either. But yeah. I, but like I said, I'm just curious what their audience is. Because, you know, 10, right. 8, 8, 10, 11 year old kids have no idea what Legend of the Hidden Temple is. Right. And it's also, it is also a TV movie. So, yeah. I mean, its audience is Nickelodeon viewers, right. too. So. I, I mean, don't know. it's uh, yeah. Eh. Hell, I, I'm sure it'll be great. Right, right. Um, better than Batman v Superman. So <laughs> <I> Snowden, <laughs> savage. 
<laughs> anyway, um, so next up is Snowden. I haven't seen. I completely until we got to this point. I completely forgot that I didn't see the trailer. Um, but I've seen the original, the first trailer, and it's funny because actually last night I, uh, I thought to a part in the in the first trailer for Snowden where um like it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt is with a woman in a in a bedroom at night doing amorous activities. And he sees the, uh, he sees like the webcam for the laptop and he like, uh, looks yeah. at it and it kind of goes in and shows like, oh, like his paranoia that they could be watching him. So he like closes it or something. So like last night I actually taped the webcam like thing on my MacBook Pro because I sleep with it playing The Simpsons. There, and I'm told that you know, you should. Yeah. Yeah. I've also been watching Mr. Robot too. So I'm like, eh, maybe, you know. You know, Here's so good things. I need to watch that. Eh, uh, this is a bonus episode about Comic Con, yeah. so I will I will reserve my Fair enough. opinion here. But um, I would say walk, don't run. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so you saw this trailer for Snowden. What did you think of it? Are you excited uh, for yeah, it? Yeah. First of all, I like Oliver Stone. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think he's a great filmmaker. So, and I, I like him. You know, this is one of those. One of those movies, Oliver Stone, you know, he does a lot of historical stuff around the time that history is happening. Right. So I, you know, I I saw Oliver Stone films, you know, growing up, but it didn't hit me the way it maybe would have had I lived through that era. Right. So now here we are. This is something that happened in my lifetime. And I can relate, you know, to me, that's, this is, this is awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. I have a narrative now from a major historical event. And so I can relate a lot to the the film this time instead of, you know, the born on the 4th of July. It's like, well, I, you know, I, I didn't uh, right. live through the Vietnam era. Right. So, I, yeah, I am excited for it. I'm excited to see uh, the nuances of the actual story, mm-hmm. kind of the things that maybe aren't as public. And hopefully it's not exaggerated. Hopefully it's pretty. Right. And Which I'm, I'm sure there are going to be things mm-hmm. that are exaggerated. But, no, I think it will be a good movie. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks like he's going to do a good job as uh, a yeah. Edward Snowden. I had some, I had some reservations about his voice work it, in it. It but, takes some getting used to. Yeah, yeah. But I think when I first saw the trailer, it was like right, like the day after I just rewatched Five Hundred Days of Summer. So like oh, yeah. I had his normal voice in my head. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. When does it, it, they're it, they're getting an Oscar push, right? Are they, I don't know. I think, I, I, I failed to uh, see the release date for it. Okay, I'm gonna look real quick because I'm an idiot. It seems like that would be something they would Oscar push. Yeah. I want to say that they are, because I want to say it's going to be... Um, Probably November, December. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, you, you, bet, you missed it. Down, tonight, down, tonight, there. Tonight, tonight. there. Oh, there we go. September. Okay. So, uh, that's not really Oscar push. Yeah, well, if it gets, if it gets re-released for Oscars at the end of the year and... Uh, it's during a snowstorm. It would be kind Shut of up. fun to go see it and be snowed in, snowed in, snowed in. to it. Um, it. Okay, so since that joke, um, since that joke didn't land that well, we can move on to the next one because I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> uh, <laughs> suicide Squad. So it comes out next week, apparently. Um, yes, it does. Where? What's your What's your interest level at? Where Where are you at? I'm peaked. I'm peaked on nice. this. I'm sold on this. I'm sold on every aspect nice. of it. Um, I think Will Smith is going to do a heck of a job. Mm-hmm. I love Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's a great actress and she's fun to look at as well. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, there's there's not a whole lot I'm not excited for. Like the second trailer really sold me on this one, the one with the Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. uh song in the background. The the Comic-Con trailer didn't show me a whole lot of new stuff, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun. I I'm, I'm still a little worried about how Joker is going to be represented. Oh, but, really? But I I'll give it its its fair shake cuz I love Jared Leto. Yeah. I uh I'm really excited for the Joker in it. It's weird because it seems like it's I mean, it's it's part of the DC Extended Universe, but it doesn't feel connected to it in the way that, like, early... Well, I mean, you can't... Re- as much as you might want to, you can't compare Marvel Cinematic Universe to what they're doing. You can't. You can't. But it doesn't feel as connected to Batman v Superman and Man of Steel as you would think another I agree. one of the, it is. And, but then again, we haven't seen it, right, so we don't right. know how connected it's going to be. Right. And um, in my opinion, I mean, that works in its favor, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we know Batman's going to be in it. Right. Um. So how much is it going to be in it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I, I agree. It, it seems like kind of a, a disconnect from the the universe as of right now, but right, it just the tone is completely different from anything that they've put out so far. Yeah, totally. Um, so I don't know. I have high hopes. I think it'll. It looks like it'll at least be a lot of fun. And if it's, I mean, if it's uh, as a standalone movie, if it's if it's enjoyable and successful to me, then I mean that's that's a winner for me. Um. If it's not bogged down by the DC Extended Universe, then, I mean, I, I'll enjoy it. So we'll see. We shall. We yep. shall see. Yep. That was kind of a roundabout way for me to say all that. But anyway, <laughs> um, the Lego Batman movie, uh, I haven't seen the Comic-Con trailer. Are you? Yeah, okay. It looks, it looks great. First of all, yeah. if you know me, I'm a huge Lego guy. Right. I, I have thousands right. of dollars worth of Legos <laughs> in my house. Mm. Not an exaggeration. Um, the Lego movie was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. Lego Batman looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. The the voice work, I think, is going to be top-notch. Mm. And You got Will Arnett coming mm. back as Batman, who did a great he job. He was so, so, so good. It, yeah, and you got uh, Ralph Fiennes coming in as Alfred, <laughs> so that'll be great. And you got, uh, ah, damn it, what's his name? Uh, Zach Galifianakis as Joker. I did not know that. Yeah, so... Wow. I, I, I really like the the voice the voice actors we got for this and nice. the the trailer for it just seems fun like yeah. it's so tongue in cheek and it's gonna be one of those kid movies that the adults mm-hmm. are gonna love too so oh yeah I, I'm looking forward to it yeah I I am too I haven't revisited the Lego movie since I saw it in the theaters and I was kind of I was kind of uh, not too hot on it I mean I I liked it quite a bit but I I just kind of came away from it like kind of poking a little bit of holes in it here and there and not really enjoying some you gotta things poke holes in the lego movie you gotta gotta poke holes in that plot there a little bit well when the whole movie is about them not conforming and all that and then the plot is seems like a really cliched thing it kind of wore a little thin on me but i i enjoyed it for about, the most part it's a movie about legos well <laughs> I mean, let a couple plot holes go you know but <laughs> But anyway, um, I need to revisit it. I did love Lego Batman, and I loved Will Arnett in it, and I'm really excited to see what they do with the standalone movie. Yeah, me too. Yep. A lot of fun. Yep. I'm president business, by the way. You do not mess with my Legos. I have that <laughs> set up the way it needs to be. You don't play with that stuff. You nice. do not touch it. <laughs> I'm going to go and just fuck up all your I shit. would murder um. you so quickly. <laughs> 
Oh wow! What's I your next? Com- I just completed the Ghostbusters Firehouse. Nice. So the next, the, they just released a Spider-Man uh, bridge scene from the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. And I want that because mm-hmm. it's gonna. I have a I have an ocean portion of my Lego Village for those of you who don't know, <laughs> and so I'm gonna incorporate the broken bridge into the ocean por- portion of it. So. Nice. Nice. I got plans. I'm an adult. That uh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you want, man. Me, yeah. You know, yeah. Do what I want. Uh, cool. Um, anyway, um, no, it is really impressive. I'm married, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't judge. Um, hi, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the last movie trailer we have, and then we have a few TV shows that we can call a night. Um, Wonder Woman, their, uh, their trailer came out, and, uh, Fekus, what did you think of it? And what did you think of, to reiterate, because people know, um, what did you think of Wonder Woman in BVS DOG, DOJ? I loved Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman. I thought mm-hmm. she was one of the the highlights of the film. I love her uh, her music for the film. It's yes, badass. Oh yeah. And the trailer for the movie looked awful. I'm not. Oh really? No, it looked great. I, I can't wait. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, no, the, I think the trailer is spot on. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman is one of those other characters too that I'm not that familiar with, mm-hmm. but. I think it's about time we have a female superhero movie that does some justice to making a good movie. Mm-hmm. To hell with Catwoman. That was a <laughs> piece of garbage. But no, does that, some justice. Duh, justice does some justice to good. the league. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> the the everything about it looks really good. The the action sequences, I action sequences <laughs> look really awesome. Um even though there's a little bit of Zack Snyder in there, if you caught it. Uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. caught that. Yeah. yeah. Um, any anything in the trailer that showed the rope was mm-hmm. was great. I I just loved the, the use of the rope, mm-hmm. and she's she's amazing. I think she does a great job portraying Wonder Woman. Me too, and I am I'm really looking forward to this movie. And uh, <laughs> there was a really there was such a great comment on Reddit that uh, one of the one of the comments on the trailer was. The the lasso of truth glowing, it's, it looks amazing or whatever. And then the next comment was, right? Color in a DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, that's great. That's my well my favorite Reddit, uh, <laughs> meme from this trailer was, it has, uh, Wonder Woman. Chris Pine is waking up and she's like, you're a man. Did you just assume my gender? I, I was dying. That I was, was going to bring that up. Oh, that was so great. Oh, oh, I love it so much. Um, but yeah, it's in, I, and I know I just freaking said that you can't compare Marvel with, with the DC movies. But uh, at, at some point you're going to have to though. You are because yeah. they're they're doing the they're they're both trying the same concept. Mm-hmm. DC is uh is behind the game obviously. So right. they're they're now starting to get to build up theirs. Right. So you you're going to have to compare the two. Absolutely. Um so this trailer made me think like okay, first of all with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I wasn't too crazy about Captain America the First Avenger. Um, it's probably one. It's probably the weakest. Right. Even though I still find enjoyment in it, it's probably the right. weakest. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not to say I didn't like. I'm not saying it's like the worst movie or, or anything. Like I, I enjoyed so bad it, but Superman, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just not like. I'm just not like flying through a wormhole into other dimensions, into other Stop other it. planets for it. Um, Stop it! I know what you're doing. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, but 
but I, I wasn't too crazy about that in in the um in context of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Same with Thor, I wasn't too crazy about it. But the thing that I thought about when watching Wonder Woman is like, like the aesthetic of it looks like a good meld of like 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 the Asgardian Thor stuff and yeah. the period piece of of World Captain War America. One. Yeah, and all I was thinking was if they if they can pull this off and do it well, like I would be I'd be all for it. Um, and it looks like they'll do a pretty good job with it. So I agree. I think yeah. I, I'm very much looking forward to that. What, that's March, right? That's March release. Uh, I want to say that is correct, but I can't say with any confidence. To another comparison with the Marvel universe. Um, did you see what Joss Whedon said over on Comic Con? Yeah, I um, would very much be down for a Black Widow movie. Absolutely. I think that that would be a great concept. And, oh yeah, and long overdue too. They've been talking about it since. Yeah. Well, there was t- early talks about doing like a Black Widow uh, Hawkeye pair up movie, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I would. I'd rather just see a Black Widow movie. Yeah. Than that. Yeah. I would like to see a. Black Widow, Hawkeye. Obviously, there's no way that they could do this and afford it. Um, Netflix series. Yeah, that that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Cool. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be super expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, I would love that. I think that would be amazing. I agree. Um, yeah. And also, what did you think of um, uh, Brie Larson officially being cast? As uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. love it. I nice. think she's a great pick for it. Mm-hmm. I originally they he had Ronda Rousey kind of politicking for the role, which right. It's like I I guess I could get behind. She's definitely got the physique for it. She's got mm-hmm. the look, but I I don't at this point Marvel's become such a powerhouse movie. I don't trust in in a new actress right at such a, a big role because. Captain Marvel is a big part of the Marvel Universe, so she's going to be a major mm-hmm. character. So I'd rather give it some, a, a trusted actress. Like, I trust Brie Larson. She's a fantastic mm-hmm. actress. I think she's going to do a great job. I agree. Uh, I'm really excited for it. And yeah. she seems like such a – not only is she a very talented actress, she just seems like a cool person. She does. She just seems um, like a down-to-earth cool girl. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite episodes of The Nerdist is her episode. It's like she, uh, no, she seems so cool. must have been uh, – I only just recently, as of like this year, started listening to Nerdist. So. Really? Yeah. You listen to another podcast other than Obsessive Year. That's, well, if that's you cool. want, uh, you are the only podcast I listened to for like a year and a half. All right. Nice. So now I listen to the Chive podcast and I listen to Nerdist as well as you. Okay. And so. not anthology. That's cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of anthology, you can check it out. I mean, Fakus doesn't care about it, but you can check it out at anthologypod.com. Donating money to uh, the cause. <laughs> right. Which you can do at Obsessive viewer.com with the donate button um, or patreon.com or patreon.com slash obsessive viewer we actually just got our f- one of our first um our first patreon um uh patron uh which was very exciting congratulations yes thank you thank you and uh yeah thanks mom um i'm kidding <laughs> totally joking uh long time listener matt uh and, and Dreco. i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly i apologize but uh but yeah thank you for donating and we'll pay more tribute to you next week when tiny's back um so anyway um we're gonna kind of start wrapping things up a little bit but we're gonna go through some tv trailers that were aired announced released words showed comic-con showed yeah um uh tv showed anyway that was so <laughs> no, i like it i like it no all i right. i didn't I like even it. like it i like it i like it um so the exorcist um 
Okay. Uh, what did you think of what are what are your thoughts on The Exorcist as a brand? Well, and then your thoughts on the trailer. The 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 original Exorcist movie kind of holds a place in my heart because it was like the first movie that affected me to a terrifying point. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I I think I want to say I was in seventh or eighth grade when I saw it, nice. and it kept me up for like two weeks. That's awesome. And really, like that sort of horror movie is the only thing that has really ever affects me. It still kind of affects mm-hmm. me to this day, even though I don't believe in any of really? that stuff. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just the, the whole not having control of my, myself yeah. type of uh, thing. But so the, the original action says, you know, I, I don't even know if I could say I love it because it terrified me so much, but <laughs> it, it, it had, has a huge impact on me. Mm. So the, the second and the third one were garbage. The, the I thought the third one was pretty okay. That was garbage. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> the the they did the kind of the backstory of the uh, father yeah. a few years ago, which they made two movies out of. They did, and both of them were train wrecks. Yeah, Dominion and uh, uh, the beginning. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're both terrible. I think it was it was some weird thing that. Um, like two studios own the rights to it or something, and they yeah. eventually and they, it was a big battle. Yeah, the director wanted to have his cut of the movie, mm-hmm. and it, so what? Whatever. They were both they were they were both terrible. So yeah, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. So they have a very checkered past <laughs> right. with, with this franchise, but the the trailer kind of looks intriguing. Uh, I, I I feel like it's going to be hard to find. I don't know to be horrified by a tv show especially a network right. tv show yeah but i'll give it a shot you know just just out of uh, a sense of you know i don't know nostalgia i guess for the original movie sure. i'll give it a shot we'll see nice um you know it's funny your experience with the actress's movies kind of eerily similar to mine and i'm sure countless other people right. but um when i was in like seventh or eighth grade i remember um i shared a room with my brother and like he was it was like the night before he was going to go on a trip or something um, and so I'm I, like, I wanted to watch the exorcist cause I think I just bought like the box set, um, DVD and I was, I was like, okay, well he's asleep. Um, so I might as well just watch on my laptop. So I just sat at it's my very desk. personal way to watch that movie. Yeah, totally. So I sat at my, I sat at my computer, had my headphones in, watched it all the way through. Like it, this is the middle of the night. And like, it was the weirdest experience because when I, when it was over, it was just like, I had this weird, like my skin was crawling and it felt like I felt so uncomfortable with everything. And it it put me in such a weird funk. It was, it was really an incredible experience. It's it's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. And it's funny. I'll talk to some people that, that find it laughable. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that was, it was cheesy. It's stupid. Mm. And I'm like, man, I think Mike feels that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, it scared the ever living crap out of me i and still still affects me to this day nice the one thing that i can't and this is kind of something that was reawakened in me when i saw ghostbusters is the whole like like possessed person thing where they turn their head all the way around yeah it's played out now yeah it is and i'm just thinking like okay if you get the demon out of her she's dead because how how like how physically can someone do that and still be alive? The demon has special healing powers as well. I don't know. Goodness. Okay, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not citing like a Catholic dogma or anything. Right. So anyway, the Exorcist TV show. I saw the trailer. I mean, it looks. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm, I, I might check it out out of I curiosity. I think it'll probably be very forgettable, mm-hmm. but I'll give it a shot. It seems almost, I don't know how the timing factored into all of this, but it seems almost reactionary to the Omen. Um, but that didn't do anything, did it? I mean, that did, I didn't watch it, but did that get any... I have no idea. I, was like, I, I know my I former know manager... Yeah, my former manager watched it and he he enjoyed it. Did he? No. Um, but I I don't know. Um, I don't know. It I I find it almost near impossible to do a network mm-hmm. horror movie or horror product and it be effective. Right. Well, they uh on was NBC they had Hannibal and I thought that was done very well. Was it? Yeah. Um, ah, could be surprised. We'll see. Yep. And also, this kind of brings me to a point that I didn't put in the notes, but um. They announced that Rihanna is going to be in Bates Motel. I saw that. She's going to play the iconic... Marion Crane? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be the last season, which it's kind of, it's kind of interesting because, um, Bates Motel kind of has a, like, I have a soft spot for Bates Motel because when it first aired, like, was when I first start, like, a, like a, Oh, it probably aired in March. So it was about a month after I started obsessiveviewer.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the first two seasons, I wrote reviews for each episode, um, as they aired. And then the third season, I, it just, I never watched it. And then I never got into it. Yeah. Like, I um, love, the, I love Psycho. It's a great mm-hmm. movie, but oh, yeah. I just never got into the, I'm what? talking about the Vince Vaughn one. That was just stellar. Uh huh. So anyway, um, <laughs> but this, this news, this news bothers me just a little bit because Okay. What? Because Rihanna's black and she's playing a white person. <laughs> God damn it! You racist. God damn it! No, uh, it's because I just hate, hate that song "Work" by her. Um, I just I hate that with a passion so much. It's, it didn't but, work, 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 work for you. I kind of hate you a little <laughs> bit right now. No, um, I I kind of hate that song. But anyway, that's not the real reason. The real reason is that. When watching seasons one and two, I was getting really quite into it. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and I kind of had this idea in my head. Like I hoped so much. Like I, I really, really wanted the final episode or the final scene of the show to be Norman Bates standing outside or walking outside to a car saying 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. Yeah. Um, and then that, that would be the end of it. I, I didn't want them to touch the, the slash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, did not want that. I, I kind of get it. I get it. Yeah. I thought that would have been really, ah, that would have been so, that would have been so great. And granted, I haven't seen it for two seasons. Uh, Although I I think this has the potential to shine bright like a diamond. Is that part of the song? This is one of her songs. Okay. okay. (laughs) The only Rihanna. She's going to need an umbrella to start shining. God. Well, there are. Uh huh. Um, has she been an actress in? She much was of in anything? Battleship. Oh, that's right. I, I never saw it, but I know she was in it. I saw it, and I just don't really remember much about it. Yeah. Oh. Um. So that's kind of a bummer. She was in. Uh, this is the end. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But that's she played true. Rihanna. So. Right. Right. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Um. We'll see. Uh, I, I need to go back and rewatch it and, and get caught up. Um, but yeah, that news is kind of troubling to me. Um, uh, the next one is, this will be brief. Uh, Fekus, you never watched The Expanse, did you? No, I know. And I know you and Tiny both Mm -hmm. gave it, and you especially Mm -hmm. watched it, but no, I just, it's so hard for me to fit new TV shows into. That's understandable. 
Yeah. Um, and the expanse is pretty good. It's, I think I was kind of predisposed to like it a lot more than tiny did, did because, read, or uh, yeah. no, you did you contribute to it? I, what was that a Kickstarter? Was that a, Kickstarter? no, 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 oh, okay. no. Um, no, um, the expanse was based on, is based, based on, on a, a book, the, the book series. Yeah. yeah. Called the expanse. I've read three of the, five that have been released now um it's a really fun really good space opera it's uh a good uh, the central cast is is very firefly-esque and it's it's really it's really good and it has some political elements to it you can kind of say it's kind of like a game of thrones thing in space a little bit with different factions kind of doing different things but it's not as as dark and and brood, uh, brooding and intense as Game of Thrones, gotcha. it's more. It's it's a lot. It's a lot uh, more. I guess accessible would be the word. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so the first season of The Expanse was 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 pretty solid, pretty good. They ended the season. I I kind of went in expecting them to just adapt the first book, but they they did a weird thing where the slight spoilers i guess um they ended the season about three quarters into the book storyline um which i appreciated because it's i mean it gives time to develop things and it would have been a rush to get to the end um and i like the ending of of the first book but it kind of makes me wonder how they're going to adapt it going forward Mm, as well so um but anyway the expanse season two is on its way um it's going to premiere in 2017 on sci-fi um and i'm looking forward to it um this was one of the only this is the only show that i've ever bought a season pass for on google play that's what it was that you did right okay yeah okay yeah that's what i did um so i'm looking forward to doing that again um it'll be interesting um so this these next four are all marvel uh (laughs) we can hit them pretty quickly yeah there's not a whole lot for it yeah yeah so marvel's agents of shield season four i haven't finished season three i think i have like four episodes to go um how'd you feel about season three and how do you feel about the direction they're going in season four and what would motivate me to finally finish it (laughs) um season three i think was and i i enjoy the show i I like Mm. it a lot but i i felt like season 3 got a little bit too much into the inhumans yeah um and not so much of the agents of shield mm-hmm. but th- that's not to say there wasn't some uh, good aspects to it i i enjoyed it i thought it was good but it looks like they're they're going to bring it back uh kind of towards the agents aspect of it for season 4 nice. the trailer they did was was just a tease there was no footage okay. it was just a tease of ghost rider yeah and, and i'm all about that i think that i nice. think that's going to be a fun incorporation for ghost rider and nice. you know, do them not Nicolas Cage style, right? So no, I, I'm excited, uh, and for no other reason to start season four, just finish season three. It's four hours. Okay, you got four hours left. Okay, nice. It, it, will... It's a satisfying ending. Like is season it... season three is very satisfying. Ending. Good, nice. So. Okay, I will definitely uh, do that and report back. My headphones are coming out. Um, okay, um, so these next three are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Netflix series. Um, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, they both had teasers. Um, well, Luke Cage was more of an actual trailer, but that was, releases yeah. in September anyway. Right, yeah, September 30th, I believe. Um, what did you think of that that trailer? It looks fantastic. Right. I can't wait. Right. I love Luke Cage's character in uh, Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. and his standalone, I think, is going to be fantastic. I am right there with you. I am so, so pumped for this. 
Um, I'm I'm really excited for it. I I uh, wish it's it's not going to happen, but I wish it would. Deadpool's a is a huge like. He, he's not a bad guy, but he has this hilarious relationship with uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, who are the heroes for hire in the mm-hmm. comic books, and uh, to the point where they just they despise Deadpool. But Deadpool's you know Deadpool's Deadpool is trying to have fun with everybody, right? So, uh, and I wish they could incorporate him. They won't. Oh, but it'd be great if they could. That would be that would be really cool. Dang. Um, how about Iron Fist? They had a very short teaser for it. It was very short, but you know, at this point, you don't need to show me a lot. You're right. you're knocking every single Marvel show out of the park on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I think it'll. I have no reason to believe it's going to be anything right. less than great. Yep, and that kind of brings me back just slightly to the DC thing because I just I really wish that they had a universe a multi format universe the way that marvel does marvel god they just oh they did it perfect yeah they've not they've not tripped once right and it's it's just amazing to me because they have so many movies those those are their big temples then they have agents of shield which is you know it's not the greatest it's not for everyone it's a fun diversion exactly and then they have now they have the netflix shows that are just so phenomenal so phenomenal so different in tone but still connected to the universe it's just Oh, we've, oh, I, I love it. I love what they're doing. Um, so they released a sh- very short Defenders teaser. How do you feel about the Defenders? Are you looking forward to it? Do of course. you think they're going mean, to do well? I see the same thing as, uh, Iron Fist, you know? Nice. It, of course, it was just a voiceover with, mm-hmm. uh, Stick kind of giving a little right. pet talk, I, I, I guess, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll be great. Nice. <laughs> no reason to believe it otherwise. Nice. Um, I don't know if they've announced anything. I don't think they have or anything. But do you think that there's a there's a chance that Spider Man will show up in these Netflix shows? Doubtful. I, I yeah. Uh, now that I said it out loud, I kind of agree. I say very um, doubtful. Yeah. What did you, okay? Yeah, I kind of completely forgot about this too. Since we're on Marvel, um, they showed footage of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Did you um, see? I haven't found it. You, it's not available. They, yeah. It was only for Comic Con. I read the description of it, mm-hmm. and I didn't read much about it or anything. I know one thing that I kind of wish I didn't. I regret hear about. reading it. Yeah. So, um, but it sounds fun. So yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. And did you hear about the footage for uh, Spider Man? I did not. It's uh, like from what I've heard. The tone that they're setting is like a like a John Hughes esque high school movie, and like that. Mm. Uh, I've never been a fan of John Hughes. Really? But yeah, but I think you know it's. I think it'll it'll be great. Yeah. No oh what. yeah, it it will. Did you see what uh they're talking about doing with? Well, Kevin Feige had like made a uh, a comment about how he wants to do the sequels with the with Spider Man, kind of uh relating it to Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah, because he says huh. like that Homecoming's going to be like his sophomore year, so he's the sequel might be his junior year, and then senior so Oh, that would be so awesome! Like, you know, I can get behind that. I would love that. Man, I'm so glad that that's at Marvel Studios, or they're whatever the Leasing deal is. it to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I would love that so much. Right? I think that's, that's Oh, God. Anyway... Um, yeah, so, so Marvel is God, um, <laughs> and, uh, so we can knock these, these out really quickly. Um, Star Trek Discovery, I am kind of going through a big Star Trek kick now. Um, before Fekus came here, I was watching the animated series because I'm 
insane and i've watched the entire original series so now i want to watch the entire animated series i had the intention of writing reviews for each season of these shows and each movie on the site but i God, i just a lot of work it is a lot of work and now i have a real job so it's like Maybe I if can't. more people gave to patreon.com right or donated on obsessiveviewer.com <laughs> no um <laughs> Uh, so I'm definitely going, I'm just going through it just at my leisure and I'll document it on the podcast and everything. But, oh man, I just, I love this property and I've seen such a small amount of it. Um, there is a large amount. There of it. is a ton. I've never seen any of the other shows other than the original series. That's including the next generation. I've never seen any of the movies aside from JJ Abrams's, I guess they're calling it oh, the you've never Kelvin seen, timeline. Like, like I, I saw, I saw Generations and Up. Like okay, so I've seen never those. saw them. Yep, Generations um, is good. Yeah, I have them all on Blu-ray though, so oh. that's all my plan. There you go. Yep. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, I've I've already said it in the podcast. I'm not going to say it again. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so I'm really excited. So now that I'm going through the animated series, I'm I'm doing that so that I can see the movies because my brain works weird. Um, <laughs> I I feel you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. I can be the same way. Yep. So anyway, so Star Trek Discovery is a CBS All Access exclusive, or I think it's going to eventually, it's going to premiere on CBS All Access. Um, the pilot episode is going to premiere on CBS. Then the rest is going to be on CBS All Access, which is their paid on, uh, like streaming service. Um, and then I think Netflix has the streaming rights to it. So, uh, weird, like international, very weird, weird way of doing yeah. the release of that. However, I, I don't know if that means that they have the international streaming rights. So in the U.S. it will only be on CBS All Access and then worldwide it will be on Netflix and not on Netflix in the U.S. I don't know how it's going to work. I haven't read up on it. But um, having seen the, the, the three movies that have come out recently for Star Trek and having seen the original series, I'm just so... I'm so eager to see Star Trek handled on the small screen again because what I love about the original series, and I do love the original series so much, is that it's such a great science fiction, like science fiction stories that relate to our modern era. And it's, it says a lot about humanity and, um, it has this optimistic view of humanity and our sense of, um, exploration. And I just, I, I want to see that explored more. And you can't really do that with the movie franchise. And yeah. that's something that the movie franchise as of late hasn't done much of. And so I'm really excited to hopefully it going back to its roots now. Um, this footage that was shown that was just the huh. it was the uh <laughs> it was just the introduction of the of the uh ship that's gonna be in the in the show it's called the discovery and the show is called star trek discovery um so me and Fekus watched this before we recorded and this was the first time seeing it on a screen like that wasn't my phone and Fekus, what'd you think of it uh, i looked rough i believe i said it looked like a high-end poor porn production cgi that's pretty harsh but I, um and, and it did it did look a little it did i would say it looked like it looked like it could have been cgi animated if it wasn't so like that's that's the level of 
um, CGI in it is that it looked like it could have been a CGI animated thing um, a little bit, I guess. I don't know if I'm communicating that well enough, but mm-hmm. it's kind of... <laughs> Like, it didn't look like... The special effects of the ship did not look like they belonged in a live-action production. They, d- they did not. Right. It d- um, did not. So that that gives me just a little bit of pause, but I know that Brian Fuller is behind it, and honestly, I don't care. <laughs> like, I mean, the original series, I've, I've watched the what's on Netflix, which is the remastered one, so they have, like, computer graphics for um the the shots of the ship in orbit of planets in orbit around planets but so i don't mind it could look like garbage i don't care as long as it kind of carries on that spirit of star trek um and brian fuller is behind it and i i really i really dig his work i really liked hannibal and uh the one thing that does give me pause over it like i said it could look like complete garbage and i won't mind but the, what gives me pause is that it's going to be serialized it's going to be tell an overarching story i don't know why that would give you pause it it would give me pause because i i really love the original series and that was more of a episode to episode yeah, like anthology episodic. thing yeah. yeah and i kind of i just i i want that i want to check in with some characters that i will grow to love hopefully fingers crossed um and i want to see them go on adventures each week i don't necessarily want to see them spend 10, 12 episodes going up against something where I have to like go in each week and see these plots progress uh, further until the end of the, I don't want to see a novel. I want to see cool, you know, short cool stories. stories. Yeah. Short stories. Yeah. I want uh, Yeah. So I don't know. I could just be eating my words when it premieres cause it could be amazing or it could be garbage. I don't know. So well, you yeah. shall see. Yep. Uh, so finally, or next to finally, uh, The Walking Dead season seven, they had a kind of teaser thing with just no new footage or anything. There's a, there's a little bit of new footage. Was there? Yeah. Oh, huh. I didn't, I didn't notice. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on The Walking Dead season seven? Well, they're, they're, they got Ezekiel, which. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to see Ezekiel, and I'm even happier to see that they gave him his tiger. I was. <laughs> did they? See, yeah, I they didn't. Did. Maybe I didn't see the did whole thing. Tri- yeah, I they, guess I didn't. There I, was a, quite a bit of new footage. Really? Yeah. Wow, I feel like an idiot now. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of uh, Dwight. Okay. Yeah, yeah huh. there's a lot, a lot of new footage. Is the, is the tiger, like, a real tiger? No. <laughs> I didn't, th- I didn't think so. It's. it's, it's it's weird looking. It's, it's okay. kind of rough. Um, okay, but you know, it's whatever. It, it is mm-hmm. what it is. They, sure. they, put, they gave Ezekiel's tiger. I'm happy about it. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, good Negan uh, mm-hmm. lines. So nice. I, I have this weird relationship with The Walking Dead. I, I've read the comic books. I'm, I read. Mm-hmm. I continue to read the comic books. The the show has drugged for so long for me at certain points, mm-hmm. and I feel like I get one good episodes to three mediocre ones. Yeah, but the uh, with Negan coming in, he's one of my favorite characters from the books, mm-hmm. and I think that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's gonna nail it. So I, I'm actually for the first time in a long time, I'm looking forward to the next season of Walking Dead. Nice. I think that Negan is going to just hit a home run he's gonna um, knock it out of the park knock it out of the park um no i'm i'm looking forward to that i mean i'm kind of the same way although i'm a little more harsh on it it's the walking dead i i've said before i'll keep watching it because i love the zombie aspects of it and i like the the makeup effects and everything and the way they handle zombies in it but 
Uh, There's a lot of bad episodes, man. There are There's a lot of them, and it's such a drag. It's such I, I feel such like a slog. The, season t- six to me though had had the best ratio of good episodes to bad re- episodes, in my opinion. In my um, opinion. it it had it had some high points. I'll, I'll I'll meet you there for that. But I mean, just oh, I mean, there were some just really awful things in it. Like, and I'm at a point where I'm so disconnected with The Walking Dead. Like, they just announced that Lenny James just got cast in uh, Blade Runner two. I think. Um, did you hear about that? I did not. Oh, but then again, I haven't really been following the Blade Runner two production me, all that closely. Me neither. But um, but they announced it, and then I was like, uh, is is his character dead yet? No, is he is he dead or is he still <laughs> sh- like I couldn't because I'm so uninvested in The Walking Dead. I know um, Doctor Dre's still alive, so <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, real quick, who do you think Negan? I, I think they're often. going with comic books. I think it's Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think so, too. I think either him or Band of Brothers guy. Abraham? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, was like, I had to think for a minute. I was like, Band of Brothers? Right. Okay. <laughs> I got yeah, it. That's what I'm. that's what I'm going with. Either way, I don't really care all that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish it were Carl. <laughs> right. Kill that kid! Oh, jeez! They've oh, that tried. Would be... They've tried. <laughs> Shut his eye out. Yeah, that would be so awesome if it is him. And like they, oh, he's even more insufferable in the comic books. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man, I've, I've read up was... until after where they are now. Yeah. I... Um. Yeah. But it would be so cool if like it is Carl and like this would never happen. But it would be. It would just be kind of kind of ballsy and amazing if they did it and like. The last shot of Carl is like his other eye just out of his socket. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that oh, would be that, so cool. I would cheer, <laughs> I would cheer, knock that fucking hand off his head. <laughs> oh, so okay. So to kind of wrap things up, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to watch it because I love Walton Goggins, but I'm not excited to watch it because I don't really care about Danny McBride, and what? I didn't, oh, and I never got into Danny Eastbound McBride. and Down. Love um, but it's Vice Principals on HBO. Um, you've seen the first episode. I've seen the first episode. How I'll, is it? I was a fan. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay. But the, I like Dan, it's Danny McBride. See, he's Danny McBride, and I, that's my problem. Yeah, you're probably not gonna love it. Yeah, because I think he works really well as a supporting actor in things. Like, well, he's not. The, I mean, yeah, he's pretty me. He's pretty much main character. Okay. I mean, it's Dan, it's Danny McBride. I think. Is he doing his Danny McBride thing? Yeah. See that yeah. that gives me pause. That's hilarious. How's Walton Goggins in it? Because oh, he's great. Oh, he's he... he's fantastic. Nice. He, they're gonna play off each other. Fa- great. I, I think the, nice. those two together are gonna be great. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll probably give it a shot. You, but you, it's a half an hour. Give I don't it a know. Shot. Did you ever watch Eastbound and Down? No, I didn't. Okay. And because I that started before I got HBO. So okay. I'll, I'll probably want to go back and watch it just okay. because I love Danny McBride. But right. Yeah, I watched the first season. I was like, uh, yeah. I just got tired uh, of his whole thing. He's Danny McBride is Danny McBride in the in Vice Principals. Ugh, well, maybe with that warning, I can. I'll, Bill, I'll get into it. it Bill Murray has a good cameo in the first, Does first episode. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um. So okay, we've been talking for a long time. This turned out to be such a longer episode than I thought it would right? be. Right? Trailers? Yeah. Fun. Holy crap. So um, anyway, we're got not going to do... Drink, Matt. Let's wrap this up. Right? I have sleep to do because I <laughs> work in the morning and talk to people. This old lady yelled at me today because I wasn't speaking loudly enough. 
And it was like, <laughs> ma'am, I'm a podcaster. It was weird because, and I felt kind of bad. She was clearly like an older lady and she called and like, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm deaf. I can't hear. You need to speak up. You need, to, you need to speak up. So I'm like in an office. I can't like For scream. scream. <laughs> and so I'm speaking as loud as I can without looking like an idiot in front of my coworkers or disrupting their calls or anything. And like, she keeps saying like, you need to speak up. Like she was getting very aggressive toward me saying like, um, I told you, I can't, I can't hear you. You need to speak up. Now you're being rude. And I'm like, what the? I'm sorry. I'm not. Your policy is, is active. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> These calls are recorded for training purposes. Right. Every one of my calls are recorded, so I did not say that. But, yeah, so that was just... Anyway, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was not something I was planning on bringing up on this podcast. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, anyway, she's she's not a listener. Just screw it. She'll be dead soon, um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so that'll that'll wrap us up for this episode of the Obsessive Viewer, uh, this bonus episode. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I think I think next week is episode uh, one hundred and eighty, which I have kind of a goofy idea for it, and I'm hoping that Tiny Do goes for it. Complete one eighty. Is that? part of it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's uh if we do it it'll be changed opinions so movies or shows that i we, like that right that's a great right i love that yeah it's fantastic oh yeah so we'll see we'll see like i mean i've had episodes in the past where i it was um the topic was dictated by the number and it always fell through so oh, i think wow. i did like oh well you were on for episode 101 where we did college movies so oh, yeah, that okay. worked out Sixty nine, um, your porn review. No, no, it wasn't. Missed opportunities. Yeah, eighty eight was going to be uh, time travel movies because Back to the Future, eighty eight oh, miles yeah, an hour. Okay, yeah. I like it. You can but, do one eight seven, your favorite murder mysteries. I like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like detective, detective Detec- thrillers detective, or something. Yeah. Ooh, that is a great idea. You're welcome. Nice. Copyright obsessive viewer dot com. Um, <laughs> See, I don't, I don't donate money. I donate ideas. That's you know. That's, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't pay the bills. Um, anyway, um, anything else? Or can we wrap this up? Tarzan was forgettable. Was it yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a Twitter handle that you, you want to plug on here? R. It's either rfeckus or rafeckus at Twitter. Okay. It's uh, I don't tweet things. Right, right. Um, Okay, so, uh, yeah, so that about does it. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Boundaries, Dwight. Come on. I'm sorry, Mr. Butler. As I was saying, we're having a limited... Speak up a little bit louder. I'm hard of hearing. Sorry if he's an old man. Okay, as I was saying, right now we are having... Talk louder. Okay. Our prices have never been lower. Son, you have Sir, to talk louder. Never been lower. Louder, I, son! Butlicker! Our prices have never been lower! Stop it! Stop it. He... That is totally inappropriate. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast app. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. You can email the hosts individually at matt 
tiny or mike at obsessiveviewer.com or send an email to the podcast in general at podcast at obsessiveviewer.com. Check out the Obsessive Viewer blog at obsessiveviewer.com where we post movie and TV reviews and the occasional editorial about the business of entertainment. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Obsessive Viewer and follow us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer, at Obsessive Tiny, and at I am Mike White. If you want more obsessive content in your life, check out our sister site, obsessivebooknerd.com, for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the podcatcher of your choice. Again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Be excellent to each other.